0: Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy, Been with The Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great one for you.
1: Yes, what do we have We have Andrea Pearson with us today. She got into performing at nine years old when her mom entered her into a local televised talent contest and she won first place. She has performed on the Opry with Brian White and she has also opened for Reba and sang background vocals on her record for which she won a Grammy plus so much more.
0: And we're excited to have her on the show because we're going to talk about that more. Yes. And who knows, let's see where this goes. <laughs> this
2: Hi everyone. Hi guys. So good so to be you. So how are seeing. you doing today? I'm doing so good. We're, uh, we're getting rain here in Nashville finally, which we've kind of needed. So there it yeah. is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this past year has been a struggle for a lot of people. So how did COVID affect you and what have you done this past year to kind of maneuver through this maze?
2: Sure. Yeah. I mean, no doubt COVID affected everybody and just every line of work, but um, in the entertainment industry, it for sure was really tough because we depend on going and doing live gigs, you know? So when that was off the table, I think people had to just kind of, I guess, get creative. And if you had something else that you, you could do um, to lean on that a little bit during that time. But one thing I do beside music is I paint. So no I'm an artist. Yeah. So I, uh, you're an
0: artist through and through.
2: through, oh, and, yeah. through. and so <laughs> I was able to, I was so thankful for that because I was able to kind of lean on that during that time and, and be at home and, and just, you know, that was very COVID friendly. I'm just yeah. sitting there by myself doing paintings. It was great. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. You know, that's like for us, you know, we launched this show January, 2020. So a couple months before COVID happened.
1: Yes. Oh, and, wow.
0: And our original plan was like a hundred interviews the first year. We thought if we could just do that, we would, yes. that would be a great foundation for a first year. Yeah. Then COVID happens. And oh I told God. Sandy as I was watching everything shut down, I was like, you know, Artists that normally wouldn't come on a brand new show might be willing to come on a brand new show now.
2: Oh, yeah. So
0: we just went all out, and because of that, we did over 300 interviews last year and over 400 so far.
2: Wow. Congrats. That's amazing.
0: And last week, we even had Scotty McCreary on.
2: We did. Wow. Those are great numbers for just starting off.
0: So it's, it's been so COVID. It, for <laughs> us, COVID's kind of been like a plus.
2: And wow, silver lining. We just had to find yeah. that silver
0: lining. I mean, if nothing else we could do. Let's just yeah. do the show.
2: Yeah, you made you turned it into something great and we're able to get your business yeah, going stronger through that. You know, a, a lot of friends of mine, I didn't do it, but a lot of my friends started doing uh online shows and I know that became really popular cuz people could sit and in their living rooms and still enjoy live music in a sense, you know? So I know that that was also a good platform for people.
0: I think that's going to be the future where you're going to see a lot of people. And I've already seen some doing this where, you know, as you know, that a lot of these online shows are having people pay five bucks to join in. And so I think the future is going to be, you're going to be local wherever you're at doing your concert. Like you normally do with the crowd, but you're going to set up, an online show attached to it so that yeah. your online audience can participate right along with the fans.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's so cool. And I think everything is going that way, you know, with, with social media and everybody being able to access people online. Um, so who knows this might've opened the door for an entirely new way to reach fans. Yeah.
0: And the funny thing is yeah. it's always been there, but yeah. you know, for, years, for years, granted it's been more perfected over the last year, yeah. Um, but the software, you know, zoom and Streamyard and all that's always, has been there for oh, yeah. a little while. And, but you know, but now people have realized, oh, here's another Avenue. And I think now as things start opening back up, there's going to be another revenue stream for, yes. for artists where they can say, you know, what join in with us five bucks.
2: Yeah. You
0: yeah, know, you, totally. you, get, you get a thousand people to join in. That's 5,000 for that one night.
2: Oh, I know. I know. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. It's like there's there's more possibilities. And I still like I'm excited to have some shows coming up this year now, finally. And the first one I did was in April. I did a show with uh, Leroy Parnell. And um, it I, there's nothing that beats being out in front of a live audience and seeing people's faces and, yeah. and getting that it's just a relationship. It's a, yeah, it's a relationship with the audience and that that's what got me hooked
1: right mm-hmm. from the beginning. Like I
2: started singing at nine and that's that first time ever on stage. I was like, wow, there's, there's these people that <laughs> love this things that I love so much is this, these songs and music and there's this emotional connection and I was hooked. Wow. So Yeah. yeah.
0: I love that. So when, you know, a lot of people would ask, when did you know you wanted to do music? I always like to go deeper than that. When did it yeah. click that this could actually be a career move for you?
2: Well, um, I was a really shy kid. Like I, when I was little, little, I I wouldn't even talk in school and I talked at home all the time, but I wouldn't talk in school. And, um, and so, but I always sang around the house all the time. And my mom put me in this uh, televised contest, this this singing contest, um, and I, being shy as I was, I don't know what possessed her to do that. <laughs> but I got up and I did it, and I sang the song, and um, that really got me out of my shyness. And wow. Wow. I wound up I wound up winning first place, which was like you know icing on the cake. Bruce, oh,
1: yeah,
2: it was, and it was just like oh, when you said when you when you, did you think this could be a career? It was like oh man, I just won 150 bucks and to a nine-year-old, that's like wow. winning a million dollars. It is. And so I was, after that, I started to, uh, my dad started booking me and I was playing shows all over fairs and festivals and making money at it. So I, now, was that the I, moment I hate to your say parents I guess nine, knew? but yeah.
0: <laughs> was that kind of the moment your parents knew there was something here?
2: Yes, absolutely. Uh, it was like a, I don't know what kind of it's a duck to water. I don't know. I took mm-hmm. right to it, and uh, it, it just became everything. You know, that's all I wanted to do was sing and wow. and perform, yeah. and so that's what we did.
0: So, what would you say is something quirky about you?
2: Quirky. Um, well, there's too many. <laughs> <laughs> one, thing, one thing about me, I like uh, I like to to constantly do new things, and so hmm. if there's something I've never done before, like i'm not afraid at all to just i want to what tackle it? it and i want to do it and so i started doing woodworking like a few years ago i'd never yeah. uh-huh. never at all been into it and I, I got this idea like i'm like i can do that you know i can build this i can do that so i tend to just I'll, who knows what i'll take on next but i take on a lot of different creative outlets uh, whenever it strikes me to do so haven't started knitting yet i don't know maybe i'll save that <laughs> to my. i'll save that to my grandma days
0: So as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory of like a Blake Shelton, a Mm -hmm. Carrie, a Miranda and all the big artists, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes not just to get to their level, but even a career level within the entertainment world. And I always want to talk about this side because I feel like sometimes people gloss over this side of it. And so you have a lot of people diving into this industry and have no idea of what's in for it. They think that, Oh, I got a talent. If I got a talent, I can make it, but we both know it's way more than that. So talk a little bit about some of the sacrifices and struggles you've had to do just to get the where you are today.
2: Sure. I mean, I'm still, I'm still struggling and sacrificing. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know if that ever stops. Um, but you know, uh, it's, it's just a long, long road. It takes a long time, and you just have to keep getting back up and keep putting out another song and writing more music and just not being afraid of, of the word no, really, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, because you'll hear a lot of that. <laughs> and um, the biggest thing that's I've kind of – the way I've grown over the years and what's helped me a lot is um, really leaning into my own – intuition and where that's taking me as opposed to everybody's got an opinion. So yeah. Yeah. when you start involving people and it's good, it's good to listen and, and take people's opinions into account. But at the end of the day, um, you can't be, you can't be a puppet. You can't be what everybody wants you to be because you'll be yeah. nothing. You won't be anything authentic and you won't be yourself and your music. And there's a lot
0: of that music.
2: There is. And I, and I think you, you sell yourself short and you s- also sell the world short of what's authentically and uniquely you um, yeah. by trying to stay the course and, and, and do what you do. Cause it's tempting. I mean, I've had, I've had a lot of times where music changes trends a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
2: what was, you know, in style a few years ago, suddenly it's shifted and it's this way. Well, if you're an artist, that's <laughs> constantly <laughs> I mean, y- you're just you're blowing. changing
0: every two years. And yeah,
2: yeah, and facing the waterfalls. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> if if you're if if that's authentic to you and you want to do all that, that's great. And I think you should always grow and change and evolve as a musician. But um, but you have to be okay with being not being the popular one always (laughs) Mm -hmm. during the the frame of time when you're in your music and it might not be the trend at the time but just do you and and do the music that you do great and give that to people because there's an audience there's always an audience
0: so you know and you know i remember um a friend of mine i reached out to in nashville when we were launching this show and i asked him for advice about the show because he's done podcasts in the past and i remember him telling me and i'll never forget what he said he says whatever you do be and stay authentic yes. he said. because he says, you could tell every Bobby Bones joke. You could tell every Ty Bentley joke. And he says, who knows? You might be good at that, yeah. you know, but the day will come when authentic Chris comes out. And yes. when that day comes, you're going to lose every bit of your audience because they were never attracted to authentic Chris. They were attracted right. to fake Chris. Exactly. So if you stay authentic from day one, your show may grow slower, but you'll gain the right audience.
2: Exactly. I couldn't have said it better. That's exactly it. That's, I mean, that's so true. And that's for anything. I mean, I think, you know, whatever it is, you have to be authentic to yourself and kind of be willing to lose out on some opportunities. Sometimes Um, be okay Mm -hmm. with that at the end of the day, because you're still, you've got to stay true to who you are.
0: Um, Yeah. A part of, um, a part of me wonders if a lot of the drugs and alcohol that happens in music happens because, people, a lot of these artists are trying to be who they're not. So they use that to mask that, that they know deep down. They're not that
2: maybe, um, I don't know. I can't speak too much on, on addiction. and, And I know people struggle with that. And, um, I, I think it's, but, but I do know for myself, like, uh, it's, it's, it's hard. You want to, you want to please people. There's a certain amount of people pleasing. You want people to be happy with you. Yeah. And you're, it's very odd being your own, like you're, you're the brand. So I'm the brand. So it's hard not to take things personal. You, you shouldn't, but it's hard not to take things personal. If someone says, Oh, you know, I don't like that, or this isn't good or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, and that can affect people, some people on a deeper level. And I think that it's hard. It's hard to, uh, I don't know when people have a lot of success, sometimes there's an expectation and there's pressure. There's more of a team to kind of keep afloat. You've got a lot of people riding on your success and your continued success. So that's a lot of pressure too. Our friend Joe,
0: he's right on the money. He said addiction can be fun, but man, it'll catch up to you eventually.
2: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, I don't know. And I think just the nature of, of some creative types and I'm like that too, where I'll get really obsessive. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I definitely delve into the extremely obsessive thing, but um fortunately I can be
0: obsessive too.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I went through 19 years oh, right. of addiction.
0: Yeah. So, you know, okay. yeah. you know, God healed me over yeah. thirteen years ago and I've been sober ever since. Oh, but okay. even but I've had this addictive personality ever since we married. So, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. so it's like I attach,
2: you know. Yes. Some of the most beautiful, wonderful people that i've've ever met have that in, and um, my dad even, I mean, he was he struggled a lot with like food addiction, I would mm-hmm. call it. I know that sounds bizarre, but it affected his health a lot. Yep. and it would override mm-hmm. uh, choices he made sometimes um, for his health and it would affect everybody emotionally. and it was hard. Um, but some of the most beautiful, wonderful, like vivacious, interesting people that I've yeah. ever met have been addicts. And they have this passion and there's this, this drive to want to like do everything in excess and, um, <laughs> you know, and it's, yeah. it's beautiful and it's amazing. And then unfortunately, when it goes into an area where it's not healthy, it can be also really dark and tragic yep. and awful. So that's
0: why I pour it all into this show because you know, yeah. It's like, you know, when, when you've had that addictive personality, you throw everything into whatever you're doing at that time. And it's like, I want this show to one day to be on TV and be an Emmy winning show. You know, I (laughs) I want that for you
2: too. That's amazing. (laughs) I would
0: love for like us to be the first married couple co-host of a TV talk
1: show.
2: Yes. Well, and see you vision, you envision that. Is that some, that's something that you can clearly see, right? Yeah. 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 And I believe in that a lot as well. It's like um, you have to kind of be the one whatever field you do. But like for me in in music and entertaining, it's like if I don't see it and I don't see that vision and believe it, I'm not I can't get anybody else on board, really. You know, it's like I have to see it and believe it and be behind it. So. Exactly. And 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 see it in its entirety.
0: That's like with this show, so many times in the last 18 months, you know, because again, we go through the same struggles y'all go through trying to, we want to be the Bobby Bones, the Ty Bentley in our own way, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And and so we're striving to reach the top as a show. And it's like you got all all these, um, you're trying to do this and you go through the struggles. So, but there are times where you feel like, you know what, I'm going to quit. I'm a, or I'm a back away. And then you slow it. And you think about it. You're like, no, I can't slow down. Like we've come too far. We've come yeah. too far, you know, It you can't stop now, you know, Yeah. And that song, nothing's going to stop us now. Right? Oh
1: yeah. yeah. We <laughs> told that it's our song. They have kind of added that into our wedding video. Back in, ah, I love it. I yeah. love it. And,
0: yeah, and you're, you're
2: preaching to the choir, man. That's it. It's like, you just, keep going, keep going, have that vision, keep going, can't stop, don't back down for no, all that.
0: And, and you know, it's like the story I remember, um, you know, a lot of people don't realize that when it comes to entertainment, um, a lot of people do what you do. A lot of people do what we do. A lot, yeah. but Don't matter what industry you're in, a lot of people do it in entertainment. Yeah. The thing is most people won't do what it takes Right. two years, three years, four years, five years down the road. That they want it now or they quit. And so you have to outlast everybody else because the cream will rise to the top. Yes. And I remember hearing a story where there's two guys in the woods and a bear pops up. One guy jumps on the ground, tying his shoes. And the other guy looks at him, and says, you can't outrun that bear. He's I don't have to outrun the bear. It's got to outrun you. And yeah, you know, that's kind of what the whole industry <laughs> is about that's,
2: out that's a hardcore friend. <laughs> <laughs> Glad it's not mine. Oh, that's funny. That's true though. No, that is true. I mean, you gotta hang in there and uh with whatever you do. But you know what too? Sometimes people are um um if you feel in your heart that you've you've done it for a few years and you're and you're no longer feeling the reward from it or, or yeah. passion yeah. for it there's no shame either in like going yeah. hey you know Absolutely. there's this other part of life I'm I'm wanting to chase or miss out on I, I love seeing that too where people's journeys cuz we're all on a journey right and it's yeah. constantly moving yeah. and evolving and so and, blossom. and your goals change it's like when I first moved here I I had like like everybody does. I think when they moved to Nashville, it was, it was tunnel vision where it was like, well, um, I have to get the big record deal and I have to get the number one single and I have to get, you know, and, and you think that that equals happiness. Um, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't always equal happiness. And quite honestly, it's like, we go back to that being your authentic self. A lot of times those platforms might not allow you to be your authentic self. So, um, it just depends what you, what your goals are out of that if it's for if it's for fame or it's for uh like like i i've i've reassessed over and over through the years and kind of come back to that and ask well, you know like what what am i really chasing like where where is happy and that's yeah. kind of where i go
0: mhm I yeah. love that and you know like yeah. joe said that J- jeff bezos didn't make a dime from 94 to 2002 and now yeah. where he's at.
2: Yeah. Yes, exactly. I mean, <laughs> so you hear these stories of people sometimes It just, you know, it wasn't coming from a place of, of chasing anything or, or trying to um, be somebody else or, or have it re- and It's like they're doing something out of an authentic, real yeah. passion. It's exactly. real passion yeah. and an, a unique idea. And, um, you know, not all of those are going to become a huge success, but maybe success is different for everyone. For me, success is like, you know what? If I have people that like I just had a a girl message me this morning on my Facebook page and she said, I got a show coming up August 28th. Um, Where is it at? It's in. uh, Oh, gosh, That's
0: my 50th birthday
2: is it it is yeah oh you guys should come up to it it's in uh, canton north carolina <laughs> oh, and i'm playing, wow. it's a little drive i'm playing with um brian white and we're doing oh, a wow. show out there it's going to be fun and oh, uh, wow. this girl wow. message and she said would you do um would you do your song girl with me rolled with you. And also um, I do stand by me, a version of that. She uh-huh. said, would you do those? Because those were our wedding songs. Oh, wow. And wow. I was that's like, see that, I mean, that to me, that's what it matters. It's yeah. like the honor that somebody would, would use of all the songs would use my song as like their wedding Your song, wedding. their first yeah. dance. I mean, oh. that, I know that might sound cheesy, but like that, that's it for me. Eyo, I love that. Love and that. speaking
0: of Brian White, tell us about your Opry. Oh, me. yeah.
2: Well, that was, oh my gosh, y'all, that was like a dream come true. I I think everyone in country music um, grew up with the dream of playing on the Grand Ole Opry. Uh, my grandma mm-hmm. used to watch that show mm-hmm. all the time yeah. when it was televised and or listened to the radio. And um, my family all really loves country music. And so... Um, I just always had that dream, and then when the opportunity came around, um, i I get emotional just thinking about it. It was just one of those moments I'll never I'll never forget. And my dad uh, I just wish he was he had passed away um, just a little over a, a year before i I sang I on that. I and I just so wanted him. I just so wanted to I'm call I'm sure he him was up. looking
0: down on that one. Oh, I
2: know he was. I know he was. I, I just so wanted him to be there, you know, in the yeah. audience. But yeah. he was. He was there. And I felt him um, that night. And so uh, for many reasons, that's one of my favorite performances oh, ever.
0: I I'll definitely yeah. love that. So tell us about your new song.
2: Sure. Uh, the new song is called, the new single is called You're It. And um, it is a song that I wrote when I had this, like, sometimes I'll get these and I and I know they're God inspired. There'll be mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. Uh, creative waves, I'll call them. And I may not write for like a month or two. And then all of a sudden this, this wave of creativity oh, wow. comes okay. and I just surrender to it. I know now because it's happened a few times. I go, oh, this is it and I'll <laughs> surrender and I'll go in my room and I'll just write, um, until there's nothing more to come out. And, uh, so it was like nine songs in, in a, three days or something. Wow. I wrote. And this was one of them. And so I was like, okay, uh, it, it's just a positive love song and tempo. And I felt like, um, just because of the heaviness last year with COVID mm-hmm. and everyone being stuck at home. And there was like, this heaviness in our in our country. Um, I just wanted to put a, a love song out there, an uptempo, feel good thing.
0: Definitely need all that right now. Yes, we yes, do. Yes,
2: yes, exactly. And so uh, so yeah, so that's the single. And um, we actually shot the video in Sedona, Arizona for two reasons. Oh, one, it. one, because uh I'm not going to lie. Like I, I kind of wanted to take a little vacation out there. (laughs) I could, Mm. I could, I could go, well, I'll go out there and then I'll maybe, you know, hang out for three more days and just hike, which I did. Um, But also it's just, it's like a, um, I can't think of almost, I almost can't think of a more beautiful place in Sedona. For me, I love it. The epic rock formation and it's amazing. So Mm. I thought, Oh, when I heard the song, I, I thought this is where we need to, sh-. I heard the production back and I went, this is where we need to shoot the video. I can see it.
0: I love that. So tell yeah. us about the Grammy.
2: Oh, my Grammy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was also another, that's album. gotta be crazy. Yeah. That was a, I, I also think I cried when that happened. <laughs> uh, and it was another pinch me moment. Cause I, I grew up listening to Reba McIntyre. She's like, the first country artist that I heard that made me want to sing country music. Oh, wow. And I just, I just loved her. I loved her, um, her voice. I loved her uh, empowering females and, and the mm-hmm. you know, daring choices she made with song selection and you know everything she did. So um, I got to actually sing background vocals on her record, sing it now.: Yeah, her, her, um, It actually won a Grammy for Best Gospel. Album and then also uh, Dove Award too. So yeah. Oh wow. So, but it was it was just so amazing to be singing background vocals on that record and part of it. And um, um, so that was a dream come true. Also, finally getting to be on a record with one of my biggest heroes.
0: And that's what I love about the whole music industry. You know, you don't have to be on top to still live your dreams.
2: Exactly. I mean, there's so much. There's so much out there that, again, it goes back to like, where, where is happy? Where does happy Mm -hmm. live for you? And if you're going to be constantly looking at um, what you don't have, well, well, I have this, but I didn't, I didn't get my record. I didn't get a number one song or didn't, you're just never going to be happy because there's always, you might have that for a moment, but then it's gone. Mm -hmm. Somebody else gets it and you're just going to be constantly feeling uh, like, you know, you're focusing on what you don't have rather than exactly. appreciating those, those little or huge moments that you, you did get.
0: Yeah. Cause it's always the little moments that lead to the big moments anyway.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I gotta tell you, like I know I did say that those were two of my favorite moments and they, they were big moments, but I can also remember like little tiny shows that I played out in California at a little winery or whatever and just had about more fun there than I've ever had in front of any huge large audience because I mean just there's just some magic the people were amazing and it was people were so close you could interact and talk it was just it was awesome so I I do love it I, I love all of it doesn't need to be big either sometimes to be like really memorable and fun
0: you know, mm-hmm. our, our buddy Joe, he was like, he said, living your dreams doesn't mean much. Doesn't always mean making a ton of money. Not yeah. everyone gets to talk to the Backstreet Boys. Because we recently yeah. had um, Brian Latrell on our show.
2: Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. That is crazy.
0: That's so <laughs> fun. And, and you know, that, that's one of those things, even though our show doesn't mm-hmm. make money yet. Yeah. Some of the people we've been able to talk to, we're like... Wow, we get yes, to do this. it's been that's
2: surreal. So ma- Isn't he from, he's from the South, isn't he?
1: Already? Yeah, he's from Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, Kentucky, I'm, okay. I'm from yeah. Lexington, Kentucky. I'm also from Kentucky. From Lexington? Uh, I'm from the other side of the Easton. state, of Pikeville, oh. Eastern
2: Kentucky. So. Wow, that's Basically beautiful. Basically where
0: I- she lived was 15 minutes from the Virginia line. Yes.
2: Oh, I love it. Yeah, Kentucky's beautiful. I have a, one of my good friends lives there. I love mm-hmm. it there.
0: So as you know, a lot of people, they see you as the artist, but they don't see the teams that make you. Mm -hmm. And in our opinion, the teams never get the love they deserve, no, they but don't. on our show, they yes. do. Yes,
2: yes, yes. So so i
0: Tell us about the team that helped you be who you are.
2: Sure. Well, um, Cliff Doyle has been instrumental. Yeah, he's he, awesome. int- um, he introduced yeah. us, and he has been so wonderful. He's a newer team member with me, um, working working with me on the single and just upcoming stuff, and he's been uh, just so authentic and down to earth and real through and through. So not always easy to find <laughs> people like that. Uh, he's That's amazing. True. And then um, Ken McMeans has been such a, a dear close friend for years now. And he's been booking my shows for, I think we started working together in 2015, um, but he's amazing. And also just same thing as Cliff, like just a just one of the good guys, like really authentic and real and passionate about music wow. and real music and so he's been he's been a huge champion of mine. Um there's but I mean there's so many and and Patty McClinton at Think Country has been an awesome yeah. new friend that's jumped on board with this and has really, really given given me a lot of um support with this song and, and particularly yeah. Hmm. So there I mean there's a long list but uh I'm just oh and I mean I did this video and I like to direct videos and edit them and do all that, but of course I can't be my camera person <laughs> at the same time. Um, and my friend Jesse Ayers, he came out and shot the whole video for me oh, wow. and was willing to get up at 5:30 in the morning and out there on a rock as I'm dancing around singing this song. And he did an amazing job. He's awesome too. So yeah. I love it.
0: And, you know, speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, our little nine-year-old. We do, yeah. And we allow to ask a few questions. So oh, fun. So are going to go get him. Yes.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, so, totally you know, do. That's awesome. And then
0: you know, his name's Christopher. And,
2: when, okay.
0: and when, Caitlin, when Caitlin gets older, we'll be plugging her into the show, too, because you know oh, we fun. are their show.
2: Yeah. So you're, you've are you got a daughter about the same age as my, well, a little bit older than my little girl. Uh-oh. And that also, Eliana, she's a year and a half. And that was another... Uh, Thing that happened, you know, where we couldn't foresee COVID happening uh, last year. Hi there. Hi, Andrea. Hi, how so, are you doing? Doing good. What's a favorite food? Favorite food? I like Thai food. And what's yours? Mine is pizza. Oh, pizza. What kind of pizza? Uh, Pepperoni, sausage, and supreme. <laughs> oh, yum. Those are both. Those are all good. Yes. <laughs> All right. So what's the first TV show? Walking Dead.
0: Ooh.
2: <laughs> you probably don't. You shouldn't watch that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't it? watch
2: that. Mine is SpongeBob. <laughs> oh, that's a good one.
0: And what's been cool about the show is because we bring on artists and actors on the show. We've okay. been able to bring quite a bit of people from his Nickelodeon and Disney shows onto our show. to i Oh,
2: have fun. That's great. Yeah.
0: So it's been crazy.
2: Oh, so cool. Yes. Yeah, so what's your favorite movie? Favorite movie? Yes. Ooh, I like a few. Um, Big Fish is one of them. Shawshank Redemption. Um, gosh. I don't know. The Notebook. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Throwing Mandy's a love favorite. story out of that, I don't know. <laughs> I like that. That's
1: fandom's yeah.
0: favorite.
1: And, yeah. Is The Notebook. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I love, love that, that
2: movie. Yeah. I, I I definitely have watched that more than... Uh, three, four times, probably. Yeah, <laughs> same
1: here. <laughs>
2: Mine is the Minions movie. What's that one? The Minions movie. Oh, the Minions. Okay, I'll find. Okay. I'm, I'm sure I'll be watching all of those shows <laughs> yeah. and things pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, yes.
0: Yeah, because little Caitlin loves all that too. He's too. Yeah. Does
2: she? she loves oh yeah. That. Yeah, Ellie will be wanting to watch all that stuff. Right now, we're in like Coco Melon and all uh, the yeah. those songs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bye, Nate. Bye. Nice to meet you. <laughs> he's so sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, and what's
0: funny is when we were in Nashville, it was like every time we turned around, it's like some little he's nine, but he looks eleven because he's yes. tall.
1: Yes, he looks eleven and, or twelve. And all these he's like these, all these all
0: little me. ten or eleven year old little blonde girls every yes. time we turn around kept waving at him my and house.
1: smiling yes. saying hi. yes. and, and, and he's you're like, like stop
2: he's like, no, a <laughs> like, no he's <laughs> not we're not ready yet. we're not ready for oh this oh my yet. gosh that's funny though and now he
0: brags his friends here he says yeah the natural oh, girls yeah. love he's me he all his buddies here yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh i love
0: it so they used <laughs> to say he's always been ready to for Nashville but he's really ready probably now oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: he, he's he's like um we're good we can go to Nashville bye, <laughs> bye <laughs> <Georgia."> <laughs> well that's so, so exciting I really hope that you guys are able to get down here or up here I guess and, yeah. Uh, yeah and just I mean it's just a it's the coolest city I can't say any more than that you've been here you've seen it we
0: have. And yeah, both we times we spent up well, first time we spent five nights here, but this last time we spent seven nights. Yeah. yeah. And for my fiftieth birthday, we booked seven nights.
2: Wow, yeah. that's awesome! That's and so it was awesome. funny
0: because we're up there, and and you know we feel like after seven nights we're like, okay, we've we've been in rush hour several days, we've been in this, we've done this, we've, it's like we feel like we're living there. You know, when you yeah. stay that yeah. long in a city.
2: Right. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you start to yeah, you start to get into the groove of things and figure out where you know where everything is and what. I get it. I totally My, my biggest
0: problem was I don't see how people learn the interstates. Without a partner, because I had her. So you'd have the GPS, and it would have where you where you you know that in two miles you're turning left onto another interstate. Yeah. No big deal. I get in the far left or the or next to far left lane. Not a big deal. But then a mile later on this same side, another interstate connects. Oh, I know. I so know. now all of a sudden instead of me being in the left lane i'm in the right lane
1: so it's
2: oh, yes. <laughs> crazy it is crazy it's so crazy i don't know how i did it when i first moved here because i didn't have a navigator and i was just like "Where do I figure it to figure it out and, it
1: and out. that was
2: before like you know that was before ways where i could go where do oh, i wow. go you know so i'm just sitting there someone i think someone explained it to me they said well, Nashville's like a wagon wheel. You know, you've got the middle, and then you've got the belts that go around it, like oh, yeah. and Old Hickory, and then the mm. highways all kind of are like the spokes. Um, yes. that's just stuck in my head, and sometimes it's helped. But uh, you know,
0: I, I remember somebody told me if you miss your exit, just stay on the road road you're at because. It'll all come back where you need yeah, and that
1: happens. And that it. And that's what's funny time.
0: is we, we we were coming out of the stadium after the fireworks, and of course mm-hmm. it took us thirty minutes just to get out of the stadium. Yeah, yeah. And um, so we turn left, and then you're your the, everybody the GPS had everybody going twenty four east. Yeah. And so we're trying. I'm trying to merge over. Every car blocked me. They would not allow me to merge over, and so we end up missing that. And then the GPS re-guided to 24 West because we, we, we were south of where um,
1: yeah, we stayed, we in, stayed in Brentwood.
0: Okay. So it, it took, told us, and I asked Sandy, please don't tell me it's going to make us U-turn. Because I already seen way down traffic on that. He says, oh, no, it ain't showing U-turn. I, okay. So thank God they blocked me because when we got on 24 West, nobody went that way. So we went 24 West. To forty east, I guess it is down to sixty five yeah. south, and right down to our hotel. There yeah.
2: you were. And, and, don't get and, confused. One one confusing thing is like the roads will change, the streets will change names. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. and yeah. that's yeah. what you threw me off when of you're there. on Old Hickory and then suddenly you're on Bell Road <laughs> and you're like where and or like Woodmont and then you're then your old then your White Bridge and you're like where where am, where am I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so don't that could throw you off and you think you made a turn and you didn't. Yeah. So,
0: um, who, if you could co-write with any person, dead or alive, who would it be?
2: Patty Griffin. Oh wow. I would love to write with her, but I'd also probably be so intimidated that I I would just sit there and look at her and be like,
0: "Because I heard (laughs) you the writing. uh, You'll listen."
2: Uh, Yeah, I would. I would. I would feel. uh, I would. I would probably feel intimidated for sure. I love her. She's amazing.
0: Now back in 2015, we got to interview Kelsey Ballerini before she was Kelsey. Yeah, wow, Kelsey. Yes. And a lot sure. of people, you know, and one of the questions I asked her was where she want to be in five years. I always like to tell this story before I ask the guests that same question, yes. because the answer she mm-hmm. gave us was to the T of what she's living today. Wow. So she knew where she was going. Yes, she did. Knowing wow. that, where do you want to be in five years?
2: I want to be, uh, hopefully, Making a, a pretty good living, playing a lot of shows, and I would love to have um, I would love to have have reached a a lot larger of a fan base. Yeah. So if yeah. if I was able to, I don't know. To me, success has changed. It's like if, <laughs> if I'm if I'm in demand enough to go out and, five years and ago, do, it would be
0: different than that one.
2: Yeah, if I get booked for shows and I can make a good living at it and keep growing my fan base and having more people hear my music and connect with it, that's success for me. And, you yeah. know, I have a daughter yeah. now, so it's like she's a year and a half. And I want to I wanna um,
0: enjoy the moments.
2: Yeah, I don't want to actually don't think I would want to have like a, a major label deal and be gone 300 days of the year. I definitely wouldn't want that. I've loved being home and, uh, because of COVID even like shows were canceled and that gave me all the time with her, like for that first year of her life, mm. I never missed a moment. And it was everything, you know, cause yeah. you can't get the time back. It's like, if there's great, one thing man. I could ever wish for, if you said, what's a wish right now that you, if you could have one wish, I would say, I would wish, well, I'd have two. And I would say, I wish for another day with my dad and I wish for another day with my brother. Wow. And I've dreamed yeah. it, and I've seen them in dreams or, or visits, what I call a visit. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's it. I mean, family is everything, and I want that time with her. So, so just whatever, just a, yeah. um, you know. just just a, a, enough success to where I'm balancing and
0: balancing everything balancing, the best of your ability. Yes, balancing,
2: balancing and, and and having still feeling happy that my music is authentic and and reaching people. I get little notes like I did this morning about someone using it at their wedding and, and someone yeah. coming up after a show and crying. Cause they said that song wow. reminds me of my dad. Like that's, that's it.
1: That means everything. Yes. Yeah. And so, how would you describe your music to someone who hasn't heard it yet?
2: Okay. Um, there's a lot of storytelling in my songs. Uh, I guess I would, I would call it a singer songwritery now because, yeah. um, and it's it's uh, well, hmm. I don't know what label you put on it anymore. It's country. <laughs> Is it country Americana? I don't know what's country anymore. I don't know. It's it's hmm. it's not like pop tracks kind of country. No. It's just yeah. country. It's like what I grew up on. I grew up on stuff in the nineties and early two thousands that. We like
1: was oh, a really great era for country music, yeah, and they yeah. were there were
2: story songs and songs about wow. real life, and they were family oriented and so that's kind of my stuff. That's what I like to do awesome, yeah
1: and would you like for your legacy to be as an artist? What would you like to be known and remembered for?
2: I would love to be a role model for little girls the same way as reba was for me you know to show and i'm a role model right now for my little girl and it's showing her that you can go out there's nothing Mm -hmm. you can't do like i like to wear a lot of hats because i am creatively inclined to but also i like to show that like there's nothing that, that a woman can't, can't do. do. There's you nothing that a woman can't do. We can produce, we can direct videos, we can That's build right. furniture, we can build houses, we can do <laughs> anything. And I want her, like, she's already seeing that. She's seeing that mommy, yeah. mommy doesn't uh, sit back when she's told, no, you're a girl, go over here. Like I'll, right. I'll rise up against that. So <laughs> absolutely. You know, because I, I I like that and I think I want her to feel like there's nothing she can't do when she's older, you know? I want her to be brave.
1: Love. Yes.
2: Her. And if you could relay any
1: message to your fans, what would you want to tell
2: them? I would just want to uh to to thank them so much for being so Wonderful and loyal to me all these years and interactive. I love all that. So keep coming on my social media, um, the comments, the, the messages. I read all of them. I love all of them. Uh, my social media for new fans is um, you can find me on Facebook at Andrea Pearson and Instagram. Same thing. Andrea Pearson music. Um, and also my website is Andrea And all the links will be there as well. But um, but yeah, I mean, I just appreciate it, and and I have, I do have some news coming up. Uh, I don't know if I was waiting for you guys to tell, or I should tell.
1: Tell it. Yes. Go okay. ahead. Okay.
2: So uh, we have, we are getting a broadcast video premiere. I've been waiting to say this, but we're getting a vo- a broadcast video premiere this Wednesday on TCN on the Country oh. Network. Oh wow! Oh awesome! Yes, it's so. Congrats on that. Thank you. So I'm so excited and I've been like waiting to tell my fans, but there it is. You heard it here first.
0: Um, I wish we'd have said that at the very beginning.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. I'm gonna share it on my social media and um, I'll share it on there and people can, can find out where it's gonna be playing, like what times in their areas, but that's coming up on Wednesday, July 14th. And then also I have a digital premiere with Think Country and that's also that was what so, I knew about. Yeah, oh, and yeah. that's really awesome. And so I'm so excited about both of those. And and just now having the video premiere for this song wow. is like yay. Hey. Yeah.
0: And Joe asked so you have a YouTube channel.
2: I have a YouTube channel, and that's um, Andrea Pearson. And I would love, love, love for for people to go on there and subscribe because then they'll see the video and all the the new stuff first. Like they'll get the notification and they won't miss it.
0: love that. So as we come to a close here, um, my last question, Um, let's say you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her sing and they have something special. As Simon Cowell would say, they have that it factor.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, They've played maybe 40 or 50 shows that are still getting their feet wet on the performance side, but they've been on stage and they got what every artist says, that stage bug where they look over the crowd, the crowd's roaring for them and they know they're in the right place. Yeah. Come to you. What advice would you give that specific person to kind of help guide them the next couple years?
2: Oh, I would say, um, I mean, keep doing that. Keep playing shows, keep booking more shows, keep finding out, honing in on, see, it's, it's one thing to play shows, but then it's, it's another thing to really develop your sound and your style. And I think that happens organically, just the more time you put in, the more time you put in writing. If you don't write finding outside songs, you try seven or five. Yeah, and trying them out for people and s- trying them out on an audience that's that's the best feedback you're ever going to get. Yeah. That's better than taking <laughs> a song up and down music row. Or, uh, it is cuz like pe- the people will let you know if it's, if they're liking it. If they're liking it, it's like you're going to know and if they're not into it, they're you know, they're just they're going to be looking everywhere else and you're just not going to have their attention. If yeah, you so. got a
0: couple people not liking it's one thing, but when everybody don't like it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, hopefully you're not doing something like controversial. <laughs> So what people are doing <laughs> is right. throwing, you know, throwing <laughs> rotten tomatoes at you. But, like, our
0: friend Joe just said he's sub number 805. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, awful. no, I think that, you know, I love also the longer that I've been here, I've really kind of enjoyed, like, seeing some people that have been working at it for as long as I have and, and really really enjoying their moments too. Like, yeah. and going, Oh yeah. Find, like that person's finally getting a break or this. I, I love that. I feel almost just as much joy when that happens as I, as I would for something that's happened to me. Cause I know how much you put into it. I know how heartbreaking it is. Um, when you hear no. And I also know just how, mm-hmm. how much patience it takes to really in strength to just stay in the game. So, yeah. Yes.
0: Love that. And Joe's talking about how comments on YouTube can (laughs) guide your career, Talk about how raw they can be.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, they can. Well, you know, um, I think that that's another thing that kind of like I said earlier about taking people's opinions with a grain of salt, because there can be something that can be learned (laughs) from it. But also, ever since shows like American Idol and those, it's put this mentality out there that people tend to think that they everyone's a critic, you know what I mean?
0: Try to be Simon Cowell.
2: Yeah. Everyone's a judge and everyone's a critic. And sometimes, sometimes that goes for anything on it. And sometimes it's not necessary to always, you know, blast your voice all over the place. (laughs) And and typically like, if it's not, if it, well, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything <laughs> at all. You know, it's like yeah. I don't, it's OK to, to say something sometimes. But I think the Internet also can be a platform for people to be mean. And um, one thing I've, I'm glad that they did is they took off the comment section, I think, for videos where little kids are in. Mm-hmm. Because I remember yeah. I remember years ago, like in my in my line of work, sometimes I'll be set up to write with kids. And I remember mm-hmm. what it's like when you start out when you're a little kid. It's like, mm-hmm you know, you're, you're around all these grownups and it's just, and I would see these videos of little, I'm talking like a little, you know, seven-year-old girl on there singing and people writing nasty comments.
0: And it's always adults. So that's the crazy yeah, part. Yeah. That's
2: what I'm saying. Adults on there writing nasty comments. And I'm like, and it just made me sick. I just felt like what, how, what does this world come to that people are and no one would do that. I don't think anyone would do that to your face, but wow. they feel emboldened sitting behind a, a computer screen like invisible and saying just ugly things. And I'm like, boy, that's I mean, I don't like that. I don't like seeing stuff like that. So you saying that
0: that that made me think, you know, we, we interviewed a 13 year old girl who's a big YouTube star on um, yeah. single. Okay. And I always noticed her comments were always turned off. Now I guess I know yes. why YouTube doesn't allow it.
2: Yeah, they did. They uh, don't. And I don't know really when good. that started. It's if good. that was like a couple of years, a year or two ago. But, um, but I'm I'm glad that they did because I, you know,
1: that's yeah, not cool. that's not yeah. okay.
2: That's not okay. It's and that's not. not okay. And it's you know it's not okay for adults to do to other adults either. Yeah. People not. just yeah. So I don't like, like the, like I don't like that. I don't like the vibe. Yeah, it's like you can ever we can all have opinions on things, but it doesn't mean we have to blast them on social media all day long. It's like some right. I use it. I use social media as a place to share music. I share a lot of my personal life, my my horse, and my dogs and, and <laughs> about, about my daughter and just um and I love sharing parts of my personal life with people and, and feeling close with everyone. Um, but it's a place of positivity. Like, yep. I don't, that's yes. how we do that's yeah. we Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you want any negative what,
0: comments gets deleted,
2: if it's like a troll, right, if it's like a troll
0: control, I delete.
2: someone has, it was, it was Oprah one time. It talked about, she had the KKK on her show a long time ago. She had had them on, um, as a way of, I think, putting a spotlight on how horrible I think I
0: remember that episode.
2: Yeah. And then she felt awful afterwards because she realized she had given a platform of her audience that she worked hard to build. That's her audience, her fan base, her fame. And she gave these awful, ugly, this ugly hatred and all of this platform um, on her show. And that stuck with me. And I was like, yeah, that's why you should delete comments off your page when people are being ugly. And um, I
0: do, I'm yeah. on for everything. He
1: does, yeah.
2: Good, and because you don't need to use your platform, you work hard to build that I Work hard to build my fan base. You guys work hard mm-hmm. in what you do to build the kind of fan base. You don't. I believe in freedom of speech, but I don't like when when people use it as a platform well, to. Speak I believe in freedom of speech, but yeah. you,
0: can, you you got the freedom for your own speech on your own page. Yeah,
2: exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, if have. and if it's stuff, yeah, and if it's stuff <laughs> that's wildly inappropriate or 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 spewing hatred and, and causing like fighting between people that that's not and that's not what your brand is about and you're not well, a controversial exactly, person then you I'm pull that kidding. off yeah, yeah. but that's you don't mean, mean, we're a family why.
0: show i mean your family yeah. show
2: yeah and that's how i, I consider myself like a family type artist with my yeah. music i sing stuff that mm-hmm. i i want everyone from my daughter's age to hundred years yeah. old. And that's usually in my audiences when I play at places there, there'll be a huge um, age demographic like that. Now. I, I don't want to, you know, not into like, it's just, I want to keep it clean and family oriented and that's it. Right. I love
0: that. So yeah. as we close out here, we really enjoyed having you on the show today yeah. and we you. look forward to having you back down the road with some more yes. announcements.
2: I would love to. Thank you so much. You guys are so fun to talk to. And I loved talking to your son for a minute. <laughs> oh, he, he's he
0: was, our secret weapon.
2: He's our secret weapon. He was I adorable. He and just wait till your weapon. daughter gets to get getting on here. She'll be asking yeah. some hard questions. <laughs> <Absolutely. laughs> oh, yeah, and, um, too.
0: our friend Joe, and he's right. He says, I am not a family show.
2: <laughs> He's not a family yeah. show.
0: Yeah, his, he, yeah. His show—if you watch him, you'll see. It's everything's yeah. every Thursday night is his yeah. show, and it's just a couple guys getting together yeah. talking.
2: Yeah, that's cool. I'll I'll check it out. But yeah, there's some, everybody. Just know your brand. It's like if that's your thing, and just know your audience and what works for you. Exactly.
1: you. Yeah. yeah, we love it.
2: Exactly. And, you know,
0: we look forward to having you back, though.
2: Thank yeah. you so Thank much. You. Well, thanks. I Thank appreciate you. it. Yeah. Bye. Bye.